0: We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Tales. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of a horror fiction podcast set in the Arctic wastes known as The White Vault. Journey north with an international repair team to locate the source of a mysterious signal. Trapped in the white wastes, the team makes a dark discovery and finds that they might not be alone. What horrors lurk beneath the ice? Find out today on The White Vault. Available however you listen to podcasts.
1: Oh, I have been meaning to listen to this one. Tell me more about it. Fireside Folk Tales is an anthology show where queer writers and actors, sound designers, and directors all work together to recreate old myths and legends in an audio drama format. Whispering is the first season of Fireside Folk Tales. It's a coming-of-age story about Greek mythology, specifically Kore and her journey to become queen of the underworld. Season 2, which is coming out soon, is a retelling of The Ballads of Robin Hood. Funding has actually started for Season 2 on Indiegogo, by the way, if you want to help support us while we bring these ancient tales to life. I really, really hope you enjoy the show, and I hope that you'll support us on Indiegogo. Thank you so much for listening. Kore was born to Demeter on an early spring morning, greeted softly by Aeos, her rosy fingers gently blessing the cherubic cheeks of this spring child with the soft, golden light of dawn. The poor child was born to a family that could not love her the way she was meant to be loved. My family... The Olympians. Kept under strict watch by her mother, Kore became an adult, with an uncanny proficiency in green magic, Kore was granted the Domain of Cultivation, a domain that was taken from Demeter's own. But the young immortal bristled under the watchful eye of her mother and cast her own onto further horizons, wishing for freedom.
2: A lovely day it turned out to be. Yeah, it's nice, I guess. You guess. Cory, feel the sun on your skin. Feel the warm, gentle breeze in your hair. It's a beautiful day.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's very pretty.
2: Pretty boring. Call it Boring all you like, my dear. But that doesn't change the fact that you are lucky enough to live in this paradise and you're being entirely ungrateful. You could be one of those poor heathens who live up north with all that dreadful ice and snow. I don't know.
3: Snow sounds playful and beautiful. When I was talking
2: to Boreas the other day... And why would you talk to that brute? He's dangerous, my sweet. He'll hurt you if you so much as look at him strangely. No, you shouldn't talk to him anymore. Why did Iolus let him loose in the first place? There is no need for that frightful mm, wind near here. <laughs> it's not his fault, really. I
3: was bored, so I asked Iolus if I could maybe talk to some of the winds for a bit. And Boreas was sleepy, so he didn't feel like trying to escape or anything. When I said I'd never seen snow before, he got so excited. And he told me all about it. Like, how Helios shimmers through icicles and leaves little rainbows on the snow. And that ice turns blue when you shine a light through it. And he told me about how snow is heavy and light at the same time! And sometimes the snow is really wet and fat and sticky. And the other times it's so light it can be blown into the clouds or the gentlest breeze. And the children up north even make shapes
2: out of snow. Enough. That's enough, you ungrateful, wilful! It was incredibly irresponsible of Iolus to release even his calmest wind for you to play with. Let alone the brutal wind of the north. I asked him to do it. He's my friend! That's another thing! You you should know better, Cory. You are not the goddess of winds. You are not the goddess of snow. You are not the goddess of free will. You are my daughter. You are the goddess of cultivation.
3: Cultivation. You
2: You are the one that mortals turn to when they want to domesticate wild vegetation. You cannot do that when you are off gallivanting about with wild winds and wind keepers. From now on, you are going to remain by my side until you understand how important your job is. Do you understand me? Cory, do you understand me? Yes. Good. Now let's continue our field inspection. This mortal to was for a good harvest this year. And we need to fulfil that fare. Hmm. Are you enjoying the inspection so far?
3: Am I allowed to say no? No. Then sure. I'm enjoying the inspection so far. What's that? Hmm? Did you say something? Did I? Oh, no, no. I was just, um, I just thought I saw a new herb over there. I was thinking about it out loud, I guess. Uh
2: Uh-huh. You really saw a new herb? Yes!
3: At least I think so. I'd like to look at it up close, just to be sure. Um, perhaps it could be the first herb I bless for domestication.
2: Mm, And where did you see this
3: new herb? Uh, over there. By that, sure, the bush. That bush. There.
2: Mm. I don't see anything.
3: Oh, I only saw a glimpse of it as we walked past. Just for a second. Uh, The bush is hiding it from view?
2: Mm. Uh, Some plants and herbs do prefer growing undercover. Can I go look for it? I would really prefer if you stayed by my side, where I can keep an eye on you.
3: Mother, it's not like that bush is out of sight. I'll only be gone a few seconds, and you'll be able to see me the entire time.
2: Well, it <laughs> is...
3: I can't do my job as the goddess of cultivation if you don't let me go out and look for new herbs
2: to cultivate. Uh, fine, 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 but I will be watching you the entire time. And don't even think about distracting me with your wildflower magic. I can recognize it as if it were my own. And I will not let it draw me away this time.
3: She's never going to trust me by myself. I'm so tired of having to follow at her feet every day. And I'm so sick of pleasant weather. I just want to play in the snow and ice. Just once. Just once would be enough. Ugh, I can feel her staring at me. I need to find some way to distract her and can't use my plant magic to do that. She knows how that feels. I need something different. Do you like me, little bird? Of course you do. I'm the motherfucking goddess of cultivation. A friend to plants and animals everywhere. You probably love this weather, don't you? It's beautiful, yeah, but... It's... boring. It's the same thing every day! Except, of course, when the crops need rain. And, okay, the rain is always nice. (laughs) Look how many friends you have! I don't have any friends. Are you my friend now, little bird? I'm pathetic. I'm so lonely that I'm trying to make friends with a flock of songbirds. Oh, Oh. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's not bad at all. Okay. Yeah, you'll do quite nicely, except, mm, there's, kind of need more of you, um, listen, I need you to do me a favor, I need you to panic, I need you to flock and fly, and I need you to flock and fly at my mother. Distract her, lead her away, just do something to make her leave the area for an hour or so. Can can you do that for me? Okay, I know she's her, but I really need this. Please, I'll even make this site a spawning ground for your... Favorite berries.
2: What? Uh, what? Why are these birds? Uh, ouch! Hey, I may be kind to of, uh, all living things, but if you fuck me again, I will not be so kind to you. I... Stop! Oh, where are you going? Uh, get back here.
3: Oh, What is the problem? Tell me what happened that made you act like this. Think, Raya that worked. Now I think I have some time to explore this little grove by myself before she gets back. Is, is that water? Hmm. I didn't know there was a stream near this field. Maybe it's just an underground spring? Oh, what, what a. Where did this waterfall come from? Has this always been here? This is not a normal waterfall. It feels—it's well, not for mortals. But. It doesn't feel dangerous for immortals, either. I wonder what it is. Hmm. Maybe an offering? Uh, Apple or gold coin? Yeah, that should do the trick. Hello? Water nymph? Sprite? Spirit? God? Is there anyone guarding this waterfall? No? Okay, well... I made an offering. And I'm going to assume that if it wasn't the right offering, I'd know by now, so... I wonder how long this cave has been here. And I wonder what it's hiding. Ooh, maybe there's a prophet hiding here. That would be so cool. porch, and it's lit. I guess someone does live here. (laughs) I can't believe I'm gonna meet a prophet. Maybe she'll tell me my future. I wonder if I ever get away from my mother. Or maybe the gods will stop throwing such loud parties all the time. That would be nice. Oh, 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 no, hi, uh, Kerberos, Ha! oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Kerberos, please, please don't, (laughs) you're such a good boy, it's me, um, Kare, the animal lady, you're such a good boy, good boy, sit, sit, Kerberos, sit,
4: Kerberos, sit! My apologies. He may look cuddly, but Kerberos is a well-trained guard dog and will only answer to his master. However, he does not often decide to attack spirits entering this domain. You must have caught him by surprise. Why aren't you being ferried in by Charon? He's supposed to be the escort for spirits. Oh, but you're not a spirit, are you? No. No, you're something different, something I don't see very often. You're an Olympian. But of course you couldn't be, because the only Olympians who have permission to enter my domain are Hermes and Zeus, and they can't be bothered to come to my world when they have the delights of Mount Olympus to distract them. And yet here you stand, bold in your golden glory, painting my humble walls in your glow. It's funny, I don't recognize you. You must have been created after I was assigned to this realm. Who are you? Why are you here?
3: I. I'm Corey, goddess of cultivation. Daughter of Demeter, goddess of the harvest.
4: It is nice to meet you, Corey. I am.
3: I know who you are. You do? Yes. You're Hades.
4: Yes, I am. You sound scared. Are you scared?
3: I'm... not supposed to trust you.
4: No? Who told you that?
3: My mother... and Zeus.
4: Of course they did. Well then whom do you trust?
3: My mother... Zeus... Hera... Hephaestus, I guess.
4: (laughs) Have you even met Hephaestus?
3: really. He doesn't really come to the parties on Mount Olympus, and he also doesn't do things like going around and doing the stupid stuff like a lot of Olympians do. He just keeps to himself and his workshop. He seems nice, I guess. And safe.
4: I see. And why don't you trust me?
3: Well, you're the god of death? You live in the underworld and torture souls for eternity. How can anyone trust
4: you? You know, I see your mouth moving, but all I hear are Zeus's words.
3: Excuse me?
4: And if you're going to be his puppet, the least you can do is be honest about it.
3: I am not his and furthermore,
4: how can you trust someone like him? I keep to myself. I mind my own business. I don't cause trouble. But I guess someone like you, the goddess of rosebuds and morning dew or whatever you are, would rather trust the king of adultery than an honorable god who guards the veil between life and death and protects the souls of the departed.
3: Okay, first of all, he's not the king of adultery. And I'm not the goddess of rosebuds and morning dew. I'm the goddess of cultivation.
4: The guy can't keep it in his pants for longer than half a human generation. He literally fucked a cow for Styx's sake.
3: Okay, that's my father you're talking about? And furthermore, he's the king of the gods.
4: He's only the king of the gods because my mother decided he was more worth saving than the rest of us.
3: That's not fair.
4: So was her decision to make him king. I'm done arguing with you. Go home, Corey. Go back to your fairies and your lily pads or whatever. Some of us actually have work to do.
3: Oh. For the last time? I'm not the goddess of. No. You know what? No. <laughs> Fuck you!
4: Away walks a perfectly good mind already spoiled by my charming brother. What a pity. How did she even get in here is my question. Charon? Hackety? Charon! Where are those two fucking... What, What did I miss? Well, since it seems you've lost your memory, allow me to refresh it. Number one... You left your post. I can only assume you did so because you suddenly have contracted amnesia. Number two, because you left your post, someone got in.
1: Someone got in?
4: Yes, Hecate, someone got in. Not only that, they startled Kerberos. Oh, it's all right.
0: That's not good.
4: No, it's not. It's not good at all. It's even worse when the thing that gets in is a god. Oh no. Oh yes. Who was it? You know, you two are so lucky. You're lucky that the god who entered here today wasn't one of the primary or secondary gods. You're lucky that I am deciding to overlook your massive lapse in either memory or judgment that led you to abandon your posts and let an Olympian waltz right in through the gate like she was walking into a Summer's Eve ball.
1: I am so, so sorry. Truly, deeply... Sorry.
4: I am so sorry, my lord Hades. I'll never let it happen again. I, I had no idea what would have happened if I left my post for only a minute or so. Please return to your posts, and please make a better choice next time. Kerberos, prosectet in porta.
1: Hades, who was the Olympian?
4: Gore, Demeter's daughter.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Who's
4: Corey?
1: I think I know. But I need to double check to be sure.
2: It's nice of you to come back so soon. The last time you disappeared like that, you were gone for nearly a full day before you graciously decided to return. Mother, I... There's really no need for you to say anything right now. Or ever, actually. In fact, from this moment forward, you will be monitored by an escort of loyal nymphs. They will follow you and watch you for every second of every day until such a day comes that I have decided that I can trust you once more. And believe me, (laughs) that day may never come. Come along. We're going home.
1: Thank you for listening to Whispering, a Fireside folktale Story. Whispering was created on the stolen land of the Abenaki, Alabama, Caddo, Chicksaw, Choctaw, Cushada, Muskegee, Osage, and Quapaw peoples. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and extend that respect to all indigenous and native peoples worldwide. Whispering wouldn't exist without the help of sound designer Emily Parrish, artist Leo Rivera, and composer Adam Raimonda, this episode featured the vocal talents of. The voice as. Demeter. Whitney Johnson. Corey.
4: Tozamon, Hades. Bob Raimunda. Charon.
1: Laura Ann Russell. Hecate. Dallas Wheatley. Hestia. Special thanks to everyone who contributed to our Indiegogo campaign, especially Luisa Lopez, Michael Hudson, Leslie Joyce, Cass McPhee, DJ Silvis, Sal B. Sarah Galab, Katie Chin, Stevie Sparks, Amy M. Jiak, Tal Minear, Christy Plotkin, Emily Vanderwerf, Catherine Stopp, Ella Watts, Claudia Elvidge, Anne Baird, Caroline Minks, Good Point Podcasts, Alex Caleb Cregan, Sarah Elizabeth Duval, Emily Waters, Amy Tate, Maya Schuwerk, Alex Hensley, Jess Piat, and 15 other anonymous donors. Your support helped this show come to life. Please give this show five stars on Apple Podcasts, Google, Podchaser, or whichever podcatcher you use. We would all really appreciate it, and it may even help other people listen to the show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Fireside underscore Folk. We look forward to seeing you here. Thanks again for listening to Whispering. The next episode will be out in two weeks. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out. Fireside Folktales is the sacred creation of Dallas Wheatley. It's a feed dedicated to showcasing the talent of queer folks all around the world, focusing on adaptations of myths and legends. Each season is a new story, adapted, written, and performed by marginalized people. If you have a single-season script that you would like Fireside Folktales to produce, you can apply on the website. We're looking for myths from all over the world, but especially from regions such as South Asia, East Asia, Polynesia, Africa, Russia, and South America. Your stories matter. We are here to help make mythology queer again.
0: We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of PodTales. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of a horror-fantasy podcast called Dark Dice. The story was originally an RPG game, but it's been turned into a full-production audio drama, complete with an orchestral soundtrack. Six travelers embark on a journey into the Dead Pines to find their town's missing children, but a sinister creature that can take the form and voice of the heroes infiltrates their midst. As it kills and replaces them one by one, can our heroes figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Find out today on Dark Dice, available however you listen to podcasts.